show I do, and it's all thanks to Mr. Jesse Randolph of Youth for Not Radio for moving over to Wednesdays and doing his show there, so now we're on on Sundays. We're here to stay, the Jackal's Head, and I want to give props to Jesse again. His show's going to be on Wednesday this week at 7 p.m. Everybody check that out on Youth for Not Radio, and then he's going to hop over my show on Wednesday night, which should be awesome, but I want to welcome everybody first in the chat room, Devaney, welcome brother. Evil Doer, welcome to the show. And uh, you see, I had Dave in a little while ago. I think he stepped out. Uh, the guests, welcome guests. Uh, we only got seven people in the chat right now. Hopefully, it packs up a little bit more. We're going to have Brother Detox giving us a call in a little bit. Oh, Dave just popped back in. Welcome, Dave. Brother Detox is going to be with you, with us shortly to uh, talk a little bit about stuff that's going around in his neighborhood, in his hood. Stuff that might be a little bit stinkier than uh, you might ever have heard of. And he has a little surprise, possible surprise guest that he's uh, told me about that he might have called in. Um, he might. I'm not going to, you know, promise anything, but he might have the surprise guest call in. 
So that's going to be fun. I look forward to that. Of course, there's a lot to talk about. Oh, boy, is there a lot to talk about. It's been a rough, uh, uh, let's say, 24 hours or so, roughly, about, more or less. Uh, let's see. Uh, last night was interesting. We had uh, a bunch of shows yesterday. We had uh, Miss Lanea Lee. Lanea Lee. Hopefully I'm not pronouncing her name wrong. I want to be a dick and pronounce her name wrong. But Lanea Lee was here yesterday. She was the author of The Skulls of Salvation. And, uh, of course, there was a little mishap, a little uh, boo-boo was made by her publicist uh, when she did the actual scheduling of, of our show three weeks ago, mind you. Uh, she scheduled our show at the same time, uh, overlapping with uh, Rich's AV UFO radio show. And that caused a little bit of a headache because another certain show host on Block Talk Radio took it upon himself to go ahead and start sending lies to Mr. Rich at AZ UFO Radio. Started sending lies just to try to stir up the pot and create issues and problems. But liars and idiots did not bother me. They do not bring me down. I continue to move forward. And uh, like the movie Batman Begins, like the father you know, tells uh, Bruce Wayne when he's a little kid, why do we fall, Mr. Bruce? Hmm? So we can learn how to get ourselves back up. And I'm getting myself back up very nicely. I mean, I wasn't really down, I don't think. I think the uh, chat room yesterday in uh, Mr. Dennis Crenshaw's show uh, said enough. He's all alone, folks. And it hurts him. I know it does. But without dragging that out too far, and I don't want to drag it out too far, I just want to say again that it was a misunderstanding and a mistake on the publicist's part. Hopefully Rich isn't hurt by it. I know that me and him have uh, had our issues in the past. You know, he's uh, gone on record saying he doesn't like me too much, and he was quick to send me an email, you know, talking about how he thinks that I set it up on purpose because this or another host told him that I did it just to spite him, just to be evil, which, as you know, my listeners here know, I'm not an evil person, and I'm not a spiteful person. In fact, if you check out that archive, you'll see that I was actually pretty polite and nice about the whole thing, and it worked out pretty well for everybody because, he, you know, she was on his show anyway, I didn't try to block the situation or anything like that. I didn't tell hey, Miss Leanna Lee, you can't go over to the AZ UFO show. you got to stay here with the Jackal because uh, your publicist uh, promised me that you would be here. Now, you know, I didn't do that. I, I told her, you know what, go ahead, do his show. He's, you know, he's a good show host, and, uh, you know, just uh, be careful. He's a little angry, a little mad. You know, I don't want him to take it out on her. She's a nice lady, and uh, I really enjoyed having her on the show. I'm going to... You know, I talked to her publicist actually earlier today, and I, uh, I asked her if she could be on my show again in the near future. So, you know, I'm going to have Miss Liana Lee back on the show here, and we're going to talk a little bit more about her books. Uh, you know, I want to actually read some of her books, but, of course, with uh, work and, you know, the little time that I've had, um, you know, between uh, work and uh, Block Talk Radio and other stuff in life, I haven't really had a chance to pick up her book and read it. But I will make, a, you know, a point to read her books. I love reading. You know, I do most of my reading while sitting on the throne in the morning uh, while I get ready for my daily activities at work, uh, before work, I should say, my pre-work activities. I do uh, a little uh, reading to catch up on what's out there. like Stephen King novels. They're, they're fun. But I'm going to go ahead and pick up her books. I'm still trying to get through the Antichrist book, which is, again, a badass book, man. Clovis, you, uh, you outdid yourself, bro. You did. Update yourself, and uh, I think that uh, this will make a hell of a movie. I keep saying it, dude. 
you know, get the script together, send it to Hollywood, because they're running out of ideas, man. They need somebody with fresh, new ideas, you know what I mean? And uh, hopefully you can get your stuff uh, looked at by some movie people and they can turn it into a script or something, because it's a cool book, it's a kick-ass story, it's about the Antichrist, and who this Antichrist could be. And it talks about, of course, the fictional Antichrist, uh, or not even the fictional, but the biblical Antichrist, and uh, it gives kind of a personality to this Antichrist. I think I have an idea who the Antichrist might be, though. Um, I think he does the show on Block Talk Radio. Yep. I think you know who I'm talking about there in the chat room, fellas. Mm-hmm. He might be the Antichrist. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and take a little break here. It's uh, 10 minutes into the show. We have an hour and 15 minutes left. Anybody who wants to call in, uh, once you come back from a little break, the number is 347-205-9961 on a Sunday night special of The Jackal's Head. Brother Detox will be with us shortly, and perhaps we're going to have a special guest caller later on who he's trying to like, get for us as we speak. Welcome to the show, Brother Detox. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I was getting a little worried just now, man. I was I was trying to call in. I heard the music playing, and then it just, like, went dead. I, I didn't know what, what was up. Yeah, the switchboard here, man, it's... Uh, what can you do? It keeps, you know, crapping out on us every once in a while. Yes, sir. But what's going on with you, brother? What's uh, what's new with you in your neck of the woods? Oh, not much, man. I'm just laying low these days. Just chilling. You running from the law? What's going on? Huh? You running from the law? What's going on? Well, I, I those days are over, man. I, I've bought I'm, I'm legit, as they know. But there's just some nights you don't need to be seen, you know? That's true. That's true, too. As they know. Because they know. Now, Brother Detox, have you been uh, paying attention to uh, Block Talk Radio here in the, in the uh, I don't know, the last two months at all? Actually, yeah. Because you told me there was a certain guest you wanted to bring on here, and it was kind of surprising. Uh, I guess uh, he was he's a school teacher or something like that, you told me? Yes. Now, what's up with that? Based out of... Uh, Based out of uh, Miami, if I remember correctly. Out of Miami, okay. Mr. Now, uh, is this Mr. Johansson you're talking about? Yeah, that's my old boy, Mr. Johansson. And now the story that, if, if I'm correct, the story that uh, he told me that he wanted to talk about and be on the show here, he says uh, he's a high school teacher, for, or actually a junior high school teacher for Teachers Grove Middle School. <clears throat> which is down in Miami, Florida. He's the uh, president of the Glee Club uh, for the students. He, ran, he runs it for the students. He's also a, school, a drama school teacher, and uh, he also is part of the arts and crafts uh, department. Uh, and he runs, I guess, the student body uh, with, or with the uh, teachers. I don't know how that, that works. Uh, but I guess he's uh, the, the main guy that uh, sets up all these school, like, school activities, all the plays and stuff like that. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Now, from what I read from the email, it says uh, Mr. Johansson is looking to put on a play based on Nazi Germany. Now, this is a little odd, uh, especially for a junior high school uh, play. That's a, that's a little strange. What do you say, so? I, I think it is a little strange. You know, what I mean, we've seen we've seen movies before. I mean, they just came out now. <laughs> They've come out with all types of plays and movies over the decades. Uh, his timing on this is a little strange, I think, but I think we should hear him out. 
I think so, too. I think we, we should hear him out. I think it's uh, appropriate to give him a chance. Yeah, I agree. It's it's time to it's time to hear Mr. Johansson out. He wants to take this to a bigger step. He's one of the most hardcore gangster teachers in the business. Let's 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 get him on. Now, is he of German descent? Because my understanding was that Mr. Johansson was a German-born uh, teacher. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so he's German-born, and he wants to do a, a play about the Holocaust. Yeah, that, that's correct. That's that's a little odd, man. I don't know if I should have this guy on the on the show. Um, I know he's calling in. I see him five six one. I don't know. What do you think? Shall we beam him into beam into the show here? Should I should I give him a chance, uh, brother Detox? Are you sure about this? Yeah, let's give him a chance. Well, you know, this is your guest, so I mean, I'm gonna let you uh, talk to you, to your friend here and see what happens. Can you uh, beam Mr. Johansson into the show here, please? Go ahead, beam him in. Yes, sir. Immediately, sir. Welcome to the show, Mr. Johansson. Are you there? Yes, I am here. Uh, hello? Uh, how you doing, Mr. Johansson? Uh, this is Jackal's Head. I'm your host, uh, Jackal, and, uh, of course, Brother Detox, or Brandon, as you might know him. Uh, hello, Brandon. How are you doing today, son? I'm doing just fine, man. What, what's going on? Well, I'm well, enjoying a very nice Sunday evening. I, uh, I've been with uh, my wife and kids. Uh, we've been uh, going over the play that I've told you about. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't look like the community is going to allow us to put this show on. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Johansson, in fact, uh, let's talk about this play a little bit because, uh, you know, I was reading the email you sent me, and it was a little bit odd. In the email, it says that you want to go ahead and put on a play about Nazi Germany. Is that correct? Yes. That is correct. It's based on Nazi Germany. Um, now, the, the purpose of the play is not to make fun of the Jews or to make fun of you know the, the stuff that happened then. I am descent myself. Uh, the whole purpose of this play, sir, is to actually showcase the events that happened in Germany. Uh, it was a tragic event, uh, and it's just something that we we must never forget. Well, I, I definitely understand that. I mean, Brother Detox. Uh, are you familiar with all the events that happened in uh, in Germany? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty uh pretty enlightened. There there's some crazy stuff that happened. It's part of the email I read here. Uh, what's this that I read about an oven uh, that you actually bought uh, off of eBay? What is this? Well, uh, it was an actual oven used in in uh, in in Nazi Germany, and, and uh, you know, we bought it off eBay. We got a pretty good deal on it. Uh, we actually bought it for a mere $1,000, which is it's a big oven. Uh, fortunately enough, it actually still has uh, some actual ashes um, in, in it uh, from Nazi Germany. Uh, well, that, I wouldn't say unfortunate. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong here, Mr. Jackal. Uh, I understand that, you know, this is... Um, uh, you know, this is controversial, I know, but it's something that I just think needs to be done. Well, uh, I don't know, man. I, this is this is a little bit out there. I mean, uh, you're actually in an oven with human ashes in it? Yes, that's correct. Well, I mean, don't you see that's morally wrong? I mean, am I the only one? Brandon, I mean, don't you, don't you think that's a little bit wrong, man? Yeah, that's actually kind of creeping me. I like how you bought it on eBay, man. What's up with that seller, man? 
Well, the seller said that he had purchased the oven uh, about six years ago, um, and he actually had it in his basement over in Connecticut for about oh about two or three years now, and um, he wanted to you know get rid of the oven because it's it's quite big. You you have to understand it's meant to house human bodies in in these ovens. So uh, since that is the case, uh, they have to be quite large, and you could fit maybe a dozen or two dozen people in these ovens. Uh, now, it, it's going to be the centerpiece of the show, so it would actually go in the back. Wait a second. Did you say 12 people, 12 bodies? Yes, that's correct, about 12, 12, uh, 13 bodies. That's about right what fits in there. Huh. Now, I understand, Mr. Jackal, this is controversial, but the reason I wanted to be on your show is, uh, well, basically, I want to get this story out in the public that the community is trying to stop art. This is art. It's a play. It's with a bunch of kids who are, are doing a play to talk about a historical event. Yeah, but let's talk about that, for example. You have a bunch of Latin and black kids uh, playing the roles of the Jews. Uh, don't you think that's a little controversial uh, to have Latins and, and black kids uh, you know, jumping into ovens. Well, we have to be historically accurate. Uh, yeah, but there was no blacks or Latin kids in Nazi Germany. Well, unfortunately, I'm dealing with the fact that there there is no Jewish descendant uh, children uh, in Teachers Grove Middle in Miami. I'm sorry. Huh. Now, why not have? I don't know. Why not have the the blacks play as the Nazis. Who's playing the Nazis? Well, we have a cast of about 15 white kids. They're all Caucasian. Uh, their, their age range from 12 uh, to 18. Uh, the 12-year-olds and the 18-year-olds obviously are in different schools, uh, but they're going to come together and do the play. They all volunteered uh, to do the play. Now, I understand it's a little controversial to have Latinos and black people in the ovens, but you, you have to understand, it's, it's for the art. It's all for the art. Screw the art, man. Are you kidding me? Screw that. How historically accurate is it to have blacks and Latinos, you know, portraying as... There, there was, bro, see, there was never blacks or Latinos in Nazi Germany. Well, you didn't know that. I mean, my family is from Germany. You forget that, Mr. Jackal. No, wait. No, no, dude, 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 dude. Uh, Nazi Germany was a bunch of white guys who had a little problem with a bunch of Jewish guys. Now, unless you have a bunch of Jewish guys playing the parts of the Jewish guys, uh, you know, this is a little bit uh, out there, man. I don't know if I could, uh, you know, go along with this. Uh, you know, if anybody wants to come in and... Uh, Talk to Mr. Johansson here and, uh, you know, give their uh, opinion on what's going on. Uh, please call in. The number is 347-205-9961. Uh, we have Mr. Uh, Phillips Johansson on the show, uh, along with Brother Detox, my co-host for tonight, who, uh, man, this is an odd one. Uh, Mr. Johansson is a school teacher in Miami, Florida, for Seacher's Grove Middle School, and he wants to put on a play uh, where he actually houses uh, an actual Nazi-used oven. Okay? Yep. And he wants to have and black kids play the parts of the Jewish kids uh, while he has a bunch of Caucasian kids playing the parts of the Nazis. I mean, am I the only one to see something you know, morally wrong here? You're just looking at it from a minority's 
point of view, Mr. Jack. Well, that's what's going on here. You're looking at it the same way that a lot of the politicians look at it. They're just looking at it from a minority or from a, 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 a point of view which is not artistic. Okay. What about the art? Mr. Hanson, if I may interrupt you for a quick second. Okay, I mean, you're saying that this play is going to be historically accurate. Are you going to portray these blacks and Latinos, what have you, kids, uh, doing, you know, well, we, we know for a fact that during the Holocaust, these people were put into concentration camps, heard it like sheep. You know, and unfortunately, they were forced to have, you know, gay or what modern term is anal sex with one another. And at the same time, they also... That is, that is correct, yes, yes. ...stay alive. And of the Holocaust be revealed? Well, part, uh, part of my, uh, my father's work uh, in Germany was about that particular thing, and that's going to be part of the play. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, the, the brown boys on top of the Latinos, uh, and they're going to get it on. Uh, of course, uh, this is part of Nazi history. Uh, what happened, and this happened a lot, uh, it is something that is taboo. A lot of people do not uh, want to talk about this. It's, it's odd, but uh, the soldiers would actually sell, uh, you know, sex for freedom. And uh, sometimes they would like to watch, and sometimes they would like to participate, uh, uh, there was even times uh, that they would use cigarettes as a form of uh, payment uh, for oral sex. And uh, this will be depicted, uh, of course, we're going to do it tastefully, and uh, it's not going to be nothing too nasty or graphic, so you do not have to worry about the nasty or graphic, you know, of your kids uh, doing any sexual activity or anything like that. That's not, that's not going to be nasty. But, Mr. Johansson, uh, listen to what you just said on the show here, sir. You said that in Nazi Germany, the soldiers would trade sex for cigarettes and sex for freedom. I've never heard that anywhere in any literature that has to do with Nazi Germany. Are you kidding me? I mean, Detox, D, is this a joke, man? I mean, is this guy for real? I, I, I am offended. I am very much for real, sir. And if you... Guys, just give it a chance and come to the play. You will be surprised. It's an amazing show. Amazing yeah. my ass, man. I don't know. There will be an amazing show. We get to watch Latino and black boys get it on. It's basically sex without the cum shot at the end. I mean, is that what, how, is that what we're looking forward to here ultimately? Uh, kind of. Uh, you can sort of be saying that. Yes, uh, that's about right. Uh, it sounds about right. Well, that sounds like uh, soft corn pornography, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, sir, have you been ever arrested for child pornography or for pedophilia? How dare you, sir? How dare you? Well, I mean, think about it. You're having a bunch of kids, uh, you know, do a sex act on a play. It is not a sex act. Or what do you call it? When what do you call it? It looks like a sex act. It it sounds like a sex act. It's a bunch of kids, uh, you know, pretending that they're having sex to, with a bunch of Nazi German soldiers so they can leave, they can be free. That's uh, I don't know. That's wow. I don't know where I don't know where to go with that. That's that's strange, man. Oh wow, that's strange, bro. I don't know. You son of a bitch! How dare you question me? 
I'm trying to be honest here. Uh, Brandon, you did not tell me that this man was not open-minded. You said he was an open-minded individual who would be understanding that this is for the art. Well, you, you keep mentioning it is a performing art, but how would the rest of your community, I mean, I've said in a few of your classes before, and this art got to be some anal rape scene or some sexual act being performed on dudes or, you know, kids or whatever. I mean, you should, well, you made us watch The Time to Kill, the uncut version. You also made us watch. Have you, have you seen uh, Shawshank Redemption? Yes, I've seen that. I've seen Pulp Fiction. Okay, now imagine Nazi Germany. Imagine it being about 100 times worse. Yes, I can see that. Well, if anybody wants to uh, talk to Mr. Johansson and uh, ask any questions about this play he wants to put on, please give us a call here in the Jackal's Head, numbers 347-205-9961. Mr. Johansson, uh, best of luck with you on this play. You know what? I can't really say that because, no, this is disturbing. Um, I I really wish uh, that we never would have had you on the show. This is just uh, disturbing. Um, I'm I'm upset that uh, you're even here, sir. I mean, I don't know what to... uh, I don't know what to say about this. Well, you just are not looking at the artistic part of this, Jackal. You're thinking one-dimensional. One-dimensional, and that's not the way to think. You have to understand that this is for the art, and the children... Again, look, the children are black and Latino, and they're raping each other. I mean... Am I the only one here? And and Brandon, I know you you, you have to side with me on this, man. This is uh, this has yeah. to be true. Yes, this is uh, this is quite disturbing. This is uh, disturbing in words that I just can't fathom, to be honest with you. Well, that's because you've never seen one of my plays. I put on a, a hell of a show. In fact, last year I did a virtual Romeo and Juliet uh, reproduction, which was excellent. It was an amazing show. I even, uh, you know, there, there was a tragedy. One of the kids died. Uh, but, you know, the show must go on. Uh, but it was a fantastic, fantastic show. Mr. Johansson. Mr. Johansson. Mr. Paul. Yes. You keep saying this is done in the name of art. Yes. We're ultimately going to have black and Latino kids and our Anglo-Saxon friends. Uh, Caucasians, uh, they, they like to be called Caucasians. Ra- raping each other, molesting each other, impregnating these dudes, impregnating each other, basically. Um, what do the parents have to say about this? Well, believe it or not, uh, the white kids, uh, their parents are pretty okay with it, um, and uh, they've all signed on uh, to uh, be part of the show, but unfortunately the blacks and Latino kids are still a little bit 50-50. I've only got three sign-ups. And, um, you know, uh, the three of them were 18 years old, so I'm trying to get some of the younger kids, uh, maybe a 12- or 11-year-old, to be also part of the play because uh, there were children in Nazi Germany who lost their lives in these ovens. I mean, this is just the truth. Yes, yes. Uh, Tell us more about the production props and everything. Are you going to use KY Jelly? Uh, condoms, are you going to use birth control? That or, uh... is disgusting. How dare you, Brandon? I, I never, you know I would never use that. They didn't have that in Nazi Germany. That's true. I guess it'll go raw in this production. Then. My, 
I was sorry to question you in the first place regarding that. Um, no, I, I'm trying to keep this authentic. This has to be an authentic play. Just like the My Romeo and Juliet was authentic, they even had a person die uh, in real life, just like on the play. Yes. Wow. That's all I could say, folks. Wow. Um, want to... Go ahead. Jack. I don't know. Listen, we we have a Skype caller who wants to talk to Mr. Johansson. Skype caller, um, what's up? Yeah, hey, it's Davini. I'm listening to this guy, um, and his name is Johansson. Yes. Um, yes. Um, how come I can't find anything about your plays on the Internet? Well, if you look up uh, Miami Citrus Grove Middle School, uh, you would see Mr. Joe Hansen, the arts director, and I'm also, like I said, uh, the drama teacher. I'm also the Glee Club president and a couple other things that I've run in the school. I've been doing the plays for the last, oh, uh, oh about five, six years now. Okay. I, it's obvious that this is a prank, but honestly, um, I'm looking here and, uh, hmm. <sighs> Why would you say it's a prank? Well, you just uh, talked about how the Nazis were having sex with the uh, the prisoners in the uh, camps, and none of that's ever been claimed or documented. Um, in fact, the pictures and the videos of our World War II uh, American... I did say that it was a taboo subject. It's a taboo, uh, meaning they did not want to speak about this because it was embarrassing, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not finding you anywhere here in the school district, buddy. Well, well, I'm sorry uh, you say that because I am part of the school system here in Miami, Florida. I, I am assuming that there may be have, have been some kind of a rape issue because most of the prisoners that were raped were eventually killed anyway, so I'm sure this has uh, been swept under the rug, if you will. But, Mr. Johansson, I'm, I'm kind of concerned that, uh, you know, the parents are so not willing to go with this. You know, assuming it does go through. I'm just disturbed that this guy actually bought an oven off of eBay. Yes. Well, it, it also still has human ashes. Keep in mind, he said in Romeo and Juliet, they had somebody really die in the play. Now, yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, this happened about a this year person, ago, I'm sure. This person mean, is either not Johansson or there is a Johansson, and he's very mad at him, or he's just a racist prank. I mean, it, it's it's pretty bad. How now, dare you, sir? Well, now, do me a favor. When, when listen, we're we're trying to understand you, okay? And I can't even find How anything on you. On the dare you? I am a school teacher. I've been a school teacher for years, sir. I have okay, loved you. You don't talk like a school teacher, and you're talking to somebody whose mother is a school teacher. Uh, where did you get your uh, license? What kind of degree do you have? How many years did you go to school? Oh, I think we lost Mr. Johansson. He uh, hung up on us. Yeah, this is obviously a prank. I mean, you can tell it's a prank. Yeah, Brandon, where'd you get this guy, Brandon? Uh, I was actually referred to him through another friend of mine that uh, does journalism at uh, University of West Florida in Pensacola, Florida. And they were doing a graduate study, and they found this gentleman doing like like graduate literacy and everything. Oh, right. Oh, what was that? What was that about? Somebody blow that up? 
Oh, Jack, well, it sounds like your your your, uh, your show is being a, a little dishonored and disrespected. Um, bro, I'm I'm all there for you in your corner, you know. And if somebody has something a little out oh. there, you know, that's cool. But man, this sounds like a prank. No, but I'll tell you what, this is uh, Brother Detox here, so I guess so. I don't think yeah, anything has to do with anything. I thought it was legit. Go straight to the back. I thought it was legit, but. Uh, maybe someone's gone a long way to make a prank. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, see a, a Larry Johansson, who is a member uh, in a Miami school district, but he's a high school teacher, and he teaches football. Uh, there is no Johansson anywhere. And, and with what he's talking about, if he were real, um, there would definitely be a lot of articles about this guy, especially with somebody dying in Romeo and Juliet. I mean, yeah, no, that's – yeah, if somebody <laughs> dies on the play, that's going to that's gonna be all over the news, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what he's saying, someone really died in, you know, figuratively speaking, in a play or somebody. Hey, really he said died. That, like in the play, somebody actually died. Yeah, he said literally died. Yeah, like literally, somebody passed away, just like at oh. the end of Romeo and Juliet. But here, here's the thing, okay? Um, I, I've been to many plays and even ballets, and in art, what you're trying to do is express a view or a story based on drama and emotional energy. And there's always a meaning behind it. There's, you know, it's kind of esoteric. There's always something behind it that you take away from. Um, yeah, they'll push dramatic stuff, and yeah, there's artists that do some things that other people say, "Wow, you know, it's a little disturbing," or "Wow, that's a little out there." But this, this is, you know, there's no message behind this other than a racist um, idea or or some kind of Nazi supremacist idea or what, you know, it, it's. I don't know, man. I mean, you can go a million ways with it, but honestly, it, it all goes back to someone disrespecting the show. Yeah. Uh, Brother Detox, next time we're going to screen the guests, bro. I do think right. we do need to do a better job screening the guests. Uh, yeah. I'm disappointed because of the way uh, he, he did not really back up any of his facts. Uh, the, the, even though, I mean, I'm all for a play, whatever, but it's story, you know, focus on either a person, main characters, whatever. Um, I can't justify or condone uh, the molestation of, you know, basically children, whether it's consensual or mutual, or if they even like it. I cannot, you know, condone that. And um, I, I don't understand where, where he's going with this. I thought he sounded well, good, a good, good I'm still looking for yeah, I'm still looking for this person, and, and, and again, there's a Joseph uh, Hansen, but this person... Um, yeah, his uh, name is what, Phillips Johansson or, or Joseph Johansson? I don't know. I don't even remember. I don't know. Yeah, if I this I was person was know. serious, if this person was really serious, though, um, we would find something, and I don't see anything on, on Google or even YouTube. And, is and there even a school, teacher school, middle school? Is there, that's yes. even exists? I want to yeah, hope he's not. Ooh, shit. <laughs> I don't want to see him on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, no, no, there, there's a, there is a Citrus Grove Elementary School. Um, <laughs> hmm. And well, it's he said uh, part of a middle school. Yeah, yeah well, I'm sending the link. <clears throat> you might not be looking at the right school there. I don't know. Well, they're the only one with a... With a um, with a person that that has the last name Hanson. Oh, really? That yeah, might be it. I mean, we didn't, 
Yeah, I don't see a uh, middle school. It's weird. Yeah, it might be. It might be it. I don't know. That's odd. Uh, man. Hopefully, we never get called by that guy again. That's for sure. So, Davini, what's going on with you, bro? What's how's your night been? Uh, hanging around, hanging around. I had a lot of company, man. I, I tuned in on your show, but I was, you know, I was kind of not even really listening until the last minute. And and my my wife's been listening though. <laughs> and my wife said, you got to come listen to this guest. <laughs> so I, I sent my company home, man. <laughs> you know what gets me is the fact that he said that uh, the oven still had ashes in it from Nazi Germany. Wow. Yeah, that's... Wow. wow. Oh, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Research that, because I'm almost positive that all of those uh, furnaces were actually destroyed. So, um, <laughs> and he bought it off of eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, they, but the furnaces they were huge. Now, they sell yeah. anything on You find a box of tampons on if you have to. Oh, yeah, um, you can find anything. Well, today. yeah, that, that is true, that is true. But uh, the oven with still human ashes in it, I don't know. Wow, that's a little much. <laughs> There's some gaps in that story because why would – the previous owner that sold it, what would he be doing with that oven? Well, he couldn't bake the cookies right or something with it and decided to you sell it. You didn't realize that the ovens were huge, right? Yeah, who, first of all, who would want to bake cookies in an oven that killed millions of people? Yeah, you you got to realize that the ovens that were built were a military project, and they were a large building. You could shove, like, 15 people in these things at a time. Yeah, well, that's what he was saying. You could shove, like, 14, 15, 16 people in there. He even said well, at one point that uh, it will be, like, in the background of the stage. Uh, you know, like just sitting in the oh background, it was so big. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what kind of play this guy was putting on, but I was losing my voice just from, like, trying not to, like, scream at him. So imagine yeah. if I actually would have been able to scream at this jerk-off. Wow. I, I, I apologize, folks. I mean, that kind of stuff does not belong on air. That's, uh... uh it, man, it, it happens. Wow. You, you know, it happens. But um, I, I will say that... Hold on a minute. Hold on, baby. I will, my daughter's yelling for me. Uh, I will say that when I listened, uh, I heard uh, large voice fluctuations uh, when this guy talked. Um, you, you could definitely tell that he, he was not using his original voice. And it actually sounded like somebody that I know. Um, so really? I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to give that name out. But uh, if it was that person that I think that it is, um, you know, it, that wasn't very nice. Well, how would that person get to Brandon is, is my, uh, my question because – like I said, Brother Detox here is the one actually got that guest for me, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 that was a surprise guest. He called me about an hour ago and goes, hey, I was a surprise guest who was uh, doing some crazy play, and, you know, he wants to be well, on radio. I don't know. It's like I said before, Jackal, I mean, you know, you can say that that guy was racist or he was crazy, but... Oh, he's end, clearly racist. Clearly racist. Yeah. In the end, though, um, it was all about discrediting your show and disrespecting it. So I, I think there, you know, when you when you understand the goal of someone, you you can usually pinpoint the enemy. Yeah, it kind of sounds a little bit like Yeah, it sounds to me a little bit like Pastor Pat. I don't know if that's the person you're thinking about. Mm, or are you well, thinking about somebody I'm, who runs with? Diesel? I'm thinking about somebody else, but I'm not going to say who it is. But uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I, I can tell you that if I wanted to get to somebody um, and, and I wanted to discredit them, uh, the easiest thing to do is go through one of their friends' friends uh, yep. and then, you know, slip in. But and nothing, nothing against Mr. Detox. I mean, 
but you know there there are some people out there that can um you know do some goofy things and he may have showed Mr. Detox some credits and uh or references but you know when he got here on your show man it was it was a prank from the beginning yeah uh like I said next time uh B we're going to do a little bit better job of uh screening your guests uh I think that uh, it's a good idea I don't know what do you think <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Not not enough steps were taken to uh, ensure the quality of uh, our guest. And uh, uh, I was when when I called him originally, it seemed like he had some good stories as far as the play goes, which I did not know was going to turn into this. And he said he was even trying to write uh, a small like a. Uh, I, I don't know if he says it's going to be a story or you know some type of pamphlet or something, something of that nature, but. Uh, he seemed like he was, you know, pretty nice at first, uh, kind of a little outspoken, but uh, I could get around it, you know. And so we'll just join us on the show tonight, whatever, we'll talk about it. You know, I've, I've heard worse ideas, but apparently I guess this was the worst. Yeah, this might have been the worst idea, I think, in the history of ideas. Uh, especially <laughs> Sorry, man. In the history of ideas for plays, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to I'm gonna take it upon myself to call uh Teachers Grove Elementary, the number from that website you just linked on there, to find out if this guy is for real, man. I want to, I'm going to follow up with this on the next show, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody well, if this guy's for real or not. Because all that, you got to do, yeah, yeah, and you got to keep in mind this guy might have actually had something against a teacher who really worked there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've actually I, I found the uh, Citrus Grove Middle School. Oh, so there is uh, a Citrus Grove done. Middle School. Yeah, I'm linking it now, and, and that is actually the directions on how to get there. Yeah, but, yeah, I would definitely call. <laughs> there, yeah, I'm going to find online, out. Online, you can always see, uh, once you find the website to the school, you can always find the teachers, um, because my mother is a teacher, and if you if you put in her school, which I'm not going to give it out, but if you put in her school and go to her website of uh, the school, you can go down the entire um, Board of Education members, uh, even even people involved with uh, PTA and and all the teachers. I mean, you can see that all available. Now he had a he had a, a crazy thing. He had told me um, I don't know if he caught on to it, but he said he was going to have black black and Latinos uh, as part of the play playing the part of the Jews. And well, uh, who do you know? And they Who said do you know that has a problem? Who do you know, though, that yeah, has a black problem with black yeah. yeah, and Latinos? I mean, and he and he said that they would sell sex for cigarettes and Lord. their freedom. That that wow, that's absurd. Okay, but if you study the Nazi history, they wouldn't have um, pissed on someone who was on fire in a concentration camp, let alone yeah. gave up their own cigarettes. Or had yeah, uh, we're you know much time when they got yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Uh, but uh, you know the show must go on. <laughs> wow, night's still young. The night is still young. We still have another hour and eight minutes. Devinny, stay with us if you can. I know you're busy with yeah, family, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm still looking for the. Though. Yeah, I'm still looking for the school, and I'm gonna try to get a teacher's list. <laughs> you do that, man. Man, we're gonna expose this clown. And uh, if you're listening, uh, Mr. Joe Hanson, if that's your real name, you're gonna get exposed during the Chackles head, man, because. That is not only is it absurd, it's disgusting. I mean, that play sounds like an utter disgusting thing. If, even, if this guy even puts on this play, I swear to God, I'm gonna end up, you know, burning the building down myself before it even happens because that's crazy. 
I'm insulted, man. I, I don't know about you, uh, Detox. I know you're, you're African-American, man, and you must be insulted by this guy. Yes, yes, I am deeply. And I, I think that you're so handsome. I don't know how he goes to sleep at night. I really don't want to know how he goes to sleep at night. I think he does go to sleep at night. I just don't want to know how. And I, I think I think he has a lot on his plate, you know, in a, in a long way, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to find him and if he does exist. And folks well, who do everything in our power. We know there's somebody who does exist who called into the show. I want to find out that person, and I did save his phone number. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and use that to, uh, you know, call and see if I can get a hold of him later. Yeah, I'm actually, so. I, yeah, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm, I'm actually reading parents' reviews of the Citrus Grove Middle School, and they're complaining about stupid stuff that parents normally would in a PTA meeting, and uh, none of them are saying, oh, my God, I watched a play where somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid stuff like um, you know I went to that school when I was younger and I'm really disappointed my son is in second generation you know blah 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 you know right right the typical stuff. Like, like who cares ah <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's disturbing man yeah let's do this because I need to I need to clear my head after that phone call right, <laughs> let's take a, a quick break I'm gonna play a little funny clip here check this out uh, I think you're gonna get a kick out of this Delaney. Uh, pay attention to this, and we'll come back, man, and we'll continue on. We'll talk a little ufology or anything we want to get into tonight, maybe some spiritualism talk or, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Buddha, about the monks. There we go. Yeah, you want to talk, talk about, about Buddha, we can do that. There you go. What are you afraid of? Well, the dark, uh, to start off with. Um, come on, don't bullshit David me. Bowie. <laughs> Let me talk to your mother. All right, let me go get her one. Good. Mom! What on earth is going on? Yeah, she's sleeping, dude. Bullshit. Get your mother, please. What? No, dude. Just I do told what you I tell she's you. sleeping. I... Come on. Uh, I. Trust me. I have the utmost respect for women. Get your mother, please. All right. I'll go upstairs, and I'll ask her to come down here. How, you know how long it's going to take? Yes. Uh, how long do you think it's going to take? <laughs> Basic psychology is among my subroutines. She's a healthy female of breeding age. She's just pathetic. Awesome. <laughs> Captain Brewster. Hey, what's your name, T3? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Those guys were pathetic. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. Where's John Connor? Um, last time I saw him, he... No, he was riding his motorcycle around my block. Affirmative. Alright, so you gonna, you gonna come around here? Affirmative. I did just give me a call whenever you show up. Your levity is good. Oh. Corey, go away. I'm back. It is time. Fuck you. You know what? That's not needed. We don't need to use that language in here. My database does not encompass the dynamics of human peer bonding. I don't know what you I don't know what you mean. Affirmative. 
No, not affirmative, dude, because I have no idea what you just said. Basic psychology is among my subroutines. Relax. Now! Oh, no. Okay, don't don't tell me to relax and then yell at me. Affirmative. I Corey, I'm gonna give no, you a not chance. affirmative. You will not survive. It you is your what? destiny. I'm going to bite you. I'm going to get a metal paw and I'm going to talk to I'm the hand. Smack you with it. I killed you. No, you didn't kill me because I'm still talking. You, you cannot self-terminate. Uh, did you you want to go? Affirmative. Okay. You want to so sign on WoW and we'll duel? You will not survive. Yeah. Okay, dude, I'm a paladin. Survival's my middle name. Fuck you. I don't play that no, game. Dude. Oh, okay. Trust me. Mm. Come on. Trust me. Alright. You Good. could probably beat me up. Yeah. yeah. You're a machine, and it doesn't really, you know... Affirmative. I couldn't stand up against a machine, because they're too, they're too powerful. But what if I built a machine and uh, went back in time and saved John Connor and destroyed you? Affirmative. Yeah, then I could kill you. You're right. Yep, so who's number one? John Connor. No. <laughs> no, he's he's not. Captain Brewster? No, I'm not sure. No. Governor Gray Davis? That might be it. Yeah. I'll be back. Along with Brother Detox and Divinity. Yeah. Wow, uh, that cleared my head a little bit. I needed to laugh a little bit after uh, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a prank call to uh, lift your spirits up. <laughs> yeah, I love those ventrilo harassments and ventrilo prank calls. They're funny. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I don't know. What do you say? Because you're on air. <laughs> there you are. I don't know. He said something about a douchebag. <laughs> oh, she's talking about how she was uh, actually ventrilo harassed the other night by a twelve-year-old. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Did they use she's the Arnold voice? She's no, 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 no. I, I don't know what she was talking about. <laughs> I, I get That's on there awful. every now and then and game around, but she's on there a lot, and uh, we got a lot of friends that uh, game around, and uh, they they play a lot of jokes with each other. <laughs> That's awesome. I've you know I've never been really uh, pranked like that. Uh, you know, with uh, the Arnold voices or any of the uh, sound clips or soundboards or whatever. But I would love to get. I'll, I'll be like that guy in that clip with Arnold. I'll just go oh, over yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably had a computer program where, where um, you know, he already memorized what everything was, and, you know, he yep. could come up with a response. It was awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I found out something about the Citrus uh, Grove Middle School. I'm sorry, yeah. my baby's in the background. She's shouting. I'm going to put this link. 
uh, Go for it. here in the chat. But I, I want to know something. This guy who, who said that he was using he said he was using blacks and Hispanics as the prisoners. Yeah. Is that what he said? That's okay. What, he said, what yeah. else did he say? Before I put this in and tell you what I just discovered, what else did he say about Hispanics? Uh, he didn't really say much. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I posted it. Citrus Grove Middle School. uh, The student diversity is 91% students are all Hispanic. 1% is white. 8% are black. 1% white. 91% Hispanic. So think about it. There's no way that that teacher... Is going to do any of that racist crap to not to to, to a, a culture where ninety one percent of the students are that culture. Wow! I mean, come on. Did he say he was getting uh the whites from other schools or the students from other schools or, or something? I forgot what he said. Something like that. Yeah, he said something. He was getting a, a bunch of Caucasian kids, uh, the parts of the, of the Nazi German soldiers. I don't know. I mean, you can. I'm sure if you keep digging, you can actually find out how many students are enrolled last year and this ro- this year, and you can actually find out uh, through diversity of how many were white. But just by seeing that the the data says that 91% of the students are Hispanic, um, you know that, that kind of makes me feel like this guy is is definitely racist and uh, he, he's full of you know <laughs> cow dung. He's full of something, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. uh, to, first of all, to put on a play like that, uh, even if you were using authentic, you know, uh, German and authentic, you know, Jewish people, uh, it's still very racist and it's still very, very controversial. Uh, they have yeah. the, uh, the the balls of steel, as one would say, <laughs> to, to, to that in a high school play or a junior high school play is beyond belief and beyond words, man. Oh man. <laughs> That keep guy mind, was out there. Oh, man. Keep in mind, the Board of Education has to approve any play, and so does the principal or the vice principal. So no art yeah. teacher just comes right up and says, hey, I'm doing this, and, and they don't have other input. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's very, very true. Unless he goes into the principal's office and says, I've got balls of steel. And, you know, they... <laughs> <laughs> He'd be fired. Well, think about it, you know. Well, then he can say say this. Eat shit and die. You know? (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, that's not nice. I mean, you got to keep in mind, that's 91% of the parents of the students there that are going to throw a fit about uh, racial play and, and, you know, claiming that their kids are prisoners and especially going to have sexual favors. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... Oh wow, that's all I gotta say, man. That that was out there. Yeah, that, that was that's pretty brutal shit there. I, I'm 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 amazed. I'm I'm disgusted. Yeah, it, much, it is, I'm, and we're laughing, but you know, deep down, I think we're we're all disgusted. Uh, I, I'm ashamed of the fact that you brought this guy on the show, man. I mean, uh, I know I didn't have anything planned, and you just kind of killed an hour. But this is uh, an hour, and I used that in bad, I guess, badly used to kill an hour. You know. But, yeah, my wife when she got a hold of me, she said that. you. My wife said, you got to listen to this guy. He sounds like Adam Sandler. He sounds like how Adam Sandler does, you know, a, a changed voice. And so when I listen, I definitely can say, you know, it, and Archaeologic in the chat room was even saying that, he, you know, his voice was changing. But he had, he had fluctuations. Huh. But I don't know. Whoever it was, okay. shame on you. Yeah, shame on him, seriously. That's not nice. And never call into the show again, man. And I'm gonna call it tomorrow, you know, especially be a Monday. I should be able to catch the uh, the principal in the uh, in the school. I'm gonna see 
if well, here's the thing. Not. Here's the thing. It is a public. <laughs> um, it's a public uh, crime for any teacher to publicly do anything uh, that is considered bad, and that's what most people don't understand. If you're if you're caught, I don't remember that. It's an ethic code, but if you're doing something in your lifestyle that is just bad, that doesn't even affect the school, um, and it's public, you can get fired for that. There's a code of ethics. So. In any sense, I mean, that, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's Well, yeah, but the school district is really strict with it. Like, um, in our area, we actually had, I'm not going to say the name, but we had claims of one of the student or one of the teachers uh, actually working in a strip club. And uh, some of the people didn't like that, and she almost got fired. She You're almost got fired, me. and there was no proof. Yeah, there was no proof behind it. But the Code of Ethics claims that uh, you can't have any really bad gossip. So what, the reason I'm telling you this is... If there is a teacher that is the art teacher there, um, you should probably bring it up because they can take legal action against the person who just claimed to be them. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I see what you're saying. That that reminds me of how uh, uh, one of my, uh, my I think one of my high school administrators and a, and a principal. Uh, I graduated from this high school back in 2001. And uh, both of them a year ago were uh, arrested in the same car because both of them were trying to pick up a prostitute for twenty dollars. Wow. Both of them. Yeah. Were, I mean, I mean, it was a male and a woman, and both of them were trying to pick up the same female prostitute. Um, I'm not sure what was really going on there between the two or the three of them, but the the prostitute was actually a cop. And uh, that being said, they, they, they violated the standard uh, of ethics posed by the school board in the state of Florida, all that other bullshit. And uh, they, they both lost their jobs. I'm not saying I'm not saying tears over them, but you know it, it does coincide with what you said. Yeah. That there, there are that have to be followed. I'm just uh, ashamed that uh, we had this guy in the air, man. Well, you know, you shouldn't give it any more energy, but if it is the person that I kind of think that it is, um, you know, I I, I would say uh, persecute him. Uh, put him through some legal prosecution. Uh, throw the friggin' book at him because this person just won't quit. And he doesn't know when to stop. And uh, this particular person is very, very racist, uh, especially against uh, blacks and Hispanics, and it's just not nice. But now if it's anybody else who's been a dumbass and, and pranking, um, you know, shame on them. Don't do it again. But if it's one particular person, yeah, I, if it was me, I'd throw the book at him. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find out, man. He, you know, if it is that person, he was dumb enough that he didn't block his number when he called in. Yeah. So you know, that's uh, another thing, Mister Johansson. <laughs> well, honestly, I can't find anybody even with that last name in that school. The, the high maybe, school has maybe somebody. Maybe he said his name was Joseph Hansen. Maybe that's what he was trying to say. I don't know. Well, I looked under maybe, Joe. I even looked under Hansen. Just couldn't look find under, it. Look under former employees. I mean, he could be under there, too. Yeah. Yeah, he might be a former employee just trying to tarnish the school or something. You never know. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, I mean, yeah, that was a fun waste of an hour. <laughs> if you want to look at it like that. <laughs> Off the cuff, there's a couple people in the chat room. I, I guess it's now just a bunch of guests in there and... Yourself and uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it was more entertaining than listening to someone who, you know, who's spitting out information that, that that's full of himself. At least this person was spitting out information <laughs> they knew was full of shit, you know. Yeah. 
Chris still oh, okay. entertaining. <laughs> well, speaking of entertaining, I, I had a, a fun uh, time yesterday in Dennis's show. Let's uh, let's uh, switch topics oh, a little bit, man. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. You know, let's, no, no. Let's talk about the actual show itself, not the uh, chat room events that happened afterwards. I don't really want to get into that. That's uh, <laughs> something I, ne- I never really want to tarnish my show with that you know, yeah. idiotic, idiotic behavior. <laughs> but uh, you know, the show was great, man. Uh, Dennis and uh, Rick put on an awesome show on uh, Mind Control yesterday. I don't know if you paid much attention to the show, but uh, it's a lot of truth was said. I, I don't know if you guys uh, follow Mind Control, you know, technology. And, and the stuff yeah, that's been done, but yeah, that that the guest, uh, I think the guest name was Rick. Um, yeah, he yeah. did a, he did a good job, but I kind of wish that he would have brought up more um, situations where he said was you know the government doing this and the government doing that. Um, yeah. Although he talked about it and he described some things, most of the mind control conspiracy theorists will always give you examples and dates and times and situations and, and neat things like that. And, and, I, and I didn't really hear Rick do that. Yeah, you know, but he, he well, I, don't, I think Rick is the co-host. I think his name was uh, Stephen Jacobson or something like that. So, oh, he might, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Rick, I think, was the actual co-host. But, no, yeah, you're right. He, he kind of, like, skimmed over a little bit of the info. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it, it's, uh, you know, it's a show. You know, he's going to give out all his information either. But. <laughs> But it was a good guess. I mean, it was a fun show to listen to. It was worth uh, scrapping my show, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Most most of the conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorists definitely tell you, you know, uh, of things such as like the John F. Kennedy assassination, uh, and then they tell you. But with mind control, they'll usually use examples like um, there, there's quite a few TV shows uh, that yeah. have been broadcasted, especially in Europe. Where a lot of people say that there's hidden messages behind it, and they claim this and claim that, and that's what I like to hear, you know. It's, yeah. But he he, he did yeah. a good job though. No, he did. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's uh, been uh, doing a lot of these talk shows in the past. He sounded like he might, may have not done a lot of shows before, so that might be also. He sounded a little bit nervous at times, but uh, yeah, I like when they go into detail also about information and actually give out. That's what I like about Will because Will goes into detail about the stuff he's doing. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff I actually like. In fact, we were supposed to have Will back on the show last night and show some uh, audio clips or play some audio clips uh, that he had uh, sent me. I don't know if he's going to be around tonight, but I do have him loaded on here. If he uh, does get on the show, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and play that a little bit later. But either way, it was a good show. I like the show, and Dennis is a good guy. You know, I don't mind, uh, you know, not doing a show so he could have his show on there and not compete with him. He's a good guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Will's, Will's pretty neat. I mean, he's a good guy. Um, I, I've had a few talks with him. I just think that he needs to kind of explain some of his experiments a little bit more. Uh, yeah. But it, for those who don't know, he, he's he's really into quantum physics, and he's trying to express and explain and show um, the general public experiments. And he even does them on YouTube. And he's trying to prove theories and, and prove experiments and prove situations. But honestly... Um, some of his things I understand, and I think they're genius. But then some other yep. things, I'm kind of like, dude, what are you trying to explain here? But yep. um, you know, but he, he's a great guy. He, he's really fun to listen to and watch. But uh, I just, you know, I I, I told him as a friend, uh, kind of dumb it down a little bit, uh, or else do basic stuff. Uh, but he he is a really good guy. No, oh, yeah, Will's a cool guy, and uh, like I said, uh, he's welcome to the show here anytime he wants to call in. I, and it's funny, uh, they're, they're talking a little uh, trash about him uh, on, on a different show last night. They were saying that uh, yeah. 
he had uh, certain issues and stuff, and that's not cool, man. Will's a very cool guy, and he, you know, he spends a lot of time on on our shows, and uh, he gives up a lot of his time to be on the shows and talk about what he's doing. So you got to show a little appreciation when you have somebody like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and Will is a very smart guy. He he knows the math. Um, he throws out things uh, that that you know a normal person would be like, "What are you talking about?" Because even I do that. But I do understand. Uh, I just think he needs to bridge the gap of communication a little bit better. Um, but, uh, you know, for him to be on blog talk and take his time to really try to show people things, I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, exactly. And not only that, but he actually spends his time. Not only showing things, but he goes into the shows and spends two, three, four hours, you know, talking about what he's doing. And, uh, you know, that's that's cool, Dan. I appreciate that. <coughs> oh man, I think I'm coming down with like strep throat or something. It's all all that arguing from last night. <laughs> man, that, you know, just some people can't get along. I don't want to feed it, but some people can't get along. But honestly, when when two people go at it, um, or two people argue, uh, it's really hard for other people not to take a side. But uh, you know, I, I had talked a little bit in private with that person, trying to calm them down. Uh, but here's the thing, and it doesn't matter who you are. If you're doing something wrong and you're disrespecting another person and doing wrong, but you think it's okay, well, then there's no fix in that person. You, you know, they, they just, they're in their own world. Well, you know, I, can't, I, yeah. I can't go up to anybody and just punch somebody in the mouth and just say, oh, what? Oh, forgive me, man. Forgive me. I'm sorry. You know, there's always consequences. Yep. They're going to hit me back, or they're going to try to fight me, or I'm going to jail, or even if, you know, something's going to go on. Something karmic is going to go on. But Yep. And you know. karma is a bitch. Just remember that. There's yeah, the reason they say karma. that, man, is because karma is actually attributed with a feminine energy, and so is justice. And yep. karma and justice are said to be sisters, if you follow a lot of the uh, uh, ancient esoteric teachings. So yes, karma is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that's funny, dude. No, but uh, you know, let's not talk too much about that, dude. He's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not uh, sorry, man. <laughs> you looking forward to V this week, man? I know you, you saw the uh, last episode, right? You finally got to see it on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, it's on Hulu. Anybody listening, definitely go to Hulu.com. They have uh, see, I don't have cable TV because I have other ways of, of getting. Uh, of getting the uh, TV. I'm sorry, my wife wanted to give me a kiss, and I'm not going to pass it up. But, <laughs> but uh, Hulu.com actually has some really good rights to V um, that some other companies don't. Uh, and uh, they're actually showing the full uh, for the first pre the first show there. Um, you know, and honestly, when I watched it, I already knew a lot about it, and I, I, there were parts of it I was like, oh man, you know, I already knew this was coming. Show me something cool, but. Towards the middle and the very end, there were a lot of twists. Really blew me away. Uh, I was really into it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was a cool way to start it off, and it had. A, I don't know if you got the feel that I got, but it really had the feel of the original series. Uh, the way the oh, yeah, shots, yeah. Were, the way they did the actual shots, especially within the underground, uh, you know, meeting uh, between the yeah. humans, and they're they're carving the skin, you know, to see who's human and who's not. That really felt like the original series. It felt like an extension of that series, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, the the lady that plays Anna actually did an interview. Her and the, uh, uh, I guess the good military guy. I don't want to give away his uh, secrets, but the uh, military guy that's getting engaged um, on the first series. Uh, you, you meet him. Uh, 
he and the Anna girl are huge fans of the original V series, along with many other people who are directing that and, and producing that. And uh, I've definitely heard good stories about it. They're claiming that they're going to follow the original V storyline, uh, but they're definitely putting in twists. Uh, you're going to see a lot of the old original stories replayed out, but with twists. Right. Uh, they definitely said that the, the special effects, the drama, and the emotional uh, attention, and, and even the fighting, is going to be increased. And, and I was really blown away by what I've seen. Like, um, uh, one of the twists, I don't think this is hurting the, the show, but uh, if you know anything about the original series, i got to step in, there's a train coming. If you know anything about the original... <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. I got barges and trains and all kinds of uh, transportation <laughs> stuff around me, but um, I actually have a very beautiful home. I live, we live on the riverbank, but uh, the barges sometimes get a little too close and honk their horn. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think that was a train that went by. But um, the original series had uh, the V reptilians, and of course they wore human masks and human bodysuits. But in in this new one, um, they tell you several times that the flesh suit that they wear is actually biologically real human flesh, and it's alive. And I don't know if you caught that, Jackal, but that's what they say. In other words, it's kind of like the Terminator suit. Yes, yes, yes. And I thought that was sweet. Yeah, I caught on to that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very similar to the, to the skin of the Terminator uh, 2, I guess, when Arnold peeled yeah. skin off using his hand. That was really for, cool. What did he call Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. There, there's a delay, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You talk, bro. Well, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say though um, that the original series, <laughs> if you watch it, there's only a few episodes where you see um, the actors running around in full reptilian suits. In other words, they, they look like how they're supposed to look. Uh, in other words, they look right. like the V's. There's only a few episodes of that. Um, one of them is the wedding with Diana uh, in the original series to Charles, and mm-hmm. several of the people in the wedding, and even the priest. They're reptilian. They're, they're not covered in flesh. And, and there's some right. other series. Um, but uh, the directors of the new V series have definitely promised that you're going to eventually see a lot of scenes where the reptilians are running around. So you're, right. going, you're, going, to get, you're going to get that. And I was like, you know, That's I was awesome. like a kid at the candy store. Yeah. I'm a really big fan of the original series. Yeah, no, I, so I, 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 share that, I share that with you, man, because I'm a huge fan of the original series also. Uh, like I said, I have it on DVD and stuff. One of my favorite actors ever, Robert Higgins, is in the original series. It would be awesome if they could have like, like a little cameo with him in this one. Uh, of course, Robert England is best known for playing Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Uh, but he well, was in the V series also. Yeah, the guy that played Donovan um, in the original series, he also played the Beastmaster. I can't think of the actor's real name, but he, he's a pretty big actor. Um, yeah, Michael something, yeah, if I can remember. yeah. He, I, I know that there's possible talks of him actually playing in the new series, but I'm not going to give away what character he's supposed to play. But uh, oh, they're, they're cool. yeah, and uh, you know, and, and one of the neat things about it is like you know that Anna um, is the female leader of the V's in this new one, but the original one is Diana, and, and so I was like, wow, they threw up the die part. But I, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you got Anna and Diana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's missing? You know, die. <laughs> I thought that was pretty sweet. That was pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't pick up on that until you mentioned that, actually. Yeah, I've watched, die, man, die, I've yeah. watched that. I've watched the new one several times already. Um, one of the neat things that I thought was really sneaky and neat by the director, um, 
and you can catch it on the new series. If you watch the original series, when the V's land, when they come in our city, uh, they tell the world that they need several minerals, and they name these minerals and chemicals, and then they say they need water, too. Um, And in the original series, you see them taking these chemicals, and then they just dump them out of their mothership because they don't really care about the chemicals, so you see it was all fake. But in the new series, uh, when when Anna in the new series is telling the world that she needs things, listen to her speech, and she basically says that she needs minerals and things of this earth that are abundant in the earth that are needed for their substance. And I thought that was just right on the money. Because it's not really even a lie. And, and what is that thing? You know, if they're going to follow the original series, uh, we're that thing that they need. They're going to eat it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was how to serve men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, and and there's several things in the interview with Anna uh, where she doesn't really lie, but she bends the truth. Right. And, right. And, and I was like, wow, that's neat. Because in the original series, they lied a lot. They just straight out lied. But in this series, it's all like. A difference of perception. Yep. And I thought that was really sneaky. I, I was actually pretty impressed with the cast also. I mean, the cast was uh, pretty well put together. I actually like uh, Laura Vendor, who I don't know if you ever heard of her. Uh, she was, she plays Lisa in the series. Uh, she you mean the original? Yeah. No, no, in the new series now. She plays oh. Lisa in the new series, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, the blonde girl, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, Laura Vanderboot, that's her name. Um, she's actually from Smallville. She played Supergirl on Smallville. Which, oh really? Uh, yeah, that's where I actually first saw her on, and she was awesome on Supergirl. In fact, if you ever get a chance, try to you know download some of her episodes. She's actually really cool for the part. Uh, and I was you know kind of uh, giddy when I saw her here because she's really attractive, man. She's well, hot. I was a big fan of Smallville, but I kind of quit watching it. I think around season three because there was just some goofy stuff I just didn't click with. Um, but but I can say that about a lot of series uh, like oh, Heroes. Yeah. I was a big fan of Heroes, uh, first season, a little bit of the second one, but at, towards the end of the second one, it just kind of got goofy for me, and I was just like, eh, you know, it, it seemed like they were just trying to please the audience and not really stick the story, in my opinion, but... Yeah, Heroes kind of lost me about halfway through the first season, I stopped watching. Yeah. I lost after season two, I completely stopped watching. I haven't seen any of the seasons after season two. Yeah. Um, it just completely, it lost me, <laughs> part of the time, yeah. the fun, but... Uh, Here, here's the thing. When you've got like when you've got a show like Smallville or you've got a show like Heroes, I mean you've got like almost unlimited potential on what you can do with the story and how yeah. you can excite viewers and, and you know and, and I'm not saying every show has to be exciting. Uh, you know, there's always going to be death and a love story and romance and, and right, things right. like that. But um, you know, I just kind of felt like that the Heroes, uh, especially the second season, just didn't deliver. You know, it was kind of like. Um, like, like I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was just, you know, when Heroes came out, I thought it'd be like X-Men kind of, you know, uh, yeah. and, and evolving to that storyline, which is cool. And I, I realized they wanted to be original. Uh, there were some original things in Heroes, but I don't know. I mean, the second one just kind of went weird. Yeah, just a tad. And, uh, you know, I, I've been watching actually Smallville since it first started. Uh, and you're right, after season two or three, it got a little goofy for like two seasons. Uh, there was, yeah. you, know, you know what it was? They had too much of the freak of the week type of thing, uh, which kind of got boring after season two because of the fact it was the same thing every week, just another, you know, mutant because of the, you know, the, they were mutated because of the, the meteorites or whatever. That got a little old pretty quick, but the last two or three seasons have gotten really good. 
actually uh, Tom Welling, who plays Clark Kent on the show, is becoming more and more into Superman now, and he even wears a suit now with a black Superman suit and has the logo and everything on his chest. So it's becoming yeah. Superman, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan of comics, man. You know, and and I'm a fan of sci-fi movies. And the reason I am is because yeah. it really promotes imagination. And too many oh, times yeah. with with television, you don't really imagine. You're you're told what to think. <coughs> and they've done brain studies on that. You know, there's a big difference between the brain. Uh, reading a, a story in a book versus seeing, you know, 3D effects in a movie theater. And, yeah. and although your senses are up, there's a part of your brain that just doesn't think, and uh, it's it's a receiving. And uh, with, with sci-fi movies and things like that, after you've received it, you can kind of be like, wow, that's cool, and, and you can kind of add to the story and imagine. And uh, I'm, I'm a very spiritual person, so a lot of that comes with imagination and developing your intellect, uh, and developing definitely your ability to adapt and perceive new things, and uh, just click, click with, click with people, click with new things, and and I think that TV does help with that. I don't think that TV is like you know the devil or or sinful. I mean, no, I don't think anything really can be just labeled as pure evil. But um, uh, there are good shows on there. Uh, that's why I don't have cable. I can just go to Hulu and watch what I want to watch. You know? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> funny. I have uh, Direct TV myself, and I've been contemplating it on, on actually, you know, canceling it while baseball season is off. The only reason I really need it for is just to watch the Marlins and a couple other teams I like watching. But I don't watch any other of the shows. Like, for example, 24 is the only series I really follow religiously. And that's not so Well, January. 24 is on there, too. There's many. But see, here's the thing. And that'll be on, on Hulu also, yeah. Yeah. You ha- like with V, I mean, I was like really wanting to watch the new V. But I had to wait almost three and a half days. Uh, from the original airing on ABC to seeing it on the computer, so you have, you know, it's still a patience thing, but honestly, yeah. it pays off because I could watch 45. I watched the whole 45 some 50 minutes program of V, and I only seen one commercial through Hulu, so <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> you know, one thing I like doing. I don't know if you've done this in the past, but I actually like sometimes enjoy just missing the entire season and getting and to watch like five or six or ten episodes, you know, back to back in oh, yeah. two or three days. Just like, for oh, example, yeah. 24, that's the best to do for 24, uh, because you literally see, you know, the, the show more as a movie than anything else. You see a lot of the, the, the happenings in the show, but I don't know. That, to me, is more exciting than watching week by week by week. So, yeah, I, I like Hulu. I like, you know, downloading the show for myself rather than watching yeah. it live. It's more fun, I think. Yeah, one of the most controversial shows that was actually canceled is a show that I'm a big fan of, and so is my wife, and she's going to kill me if I don't bring it up. And that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the Angel series. Um, oh wow! <laughs> there were there were a lot of people that were really upset. If you know anything about that show, um, Sarah Michelle Geller knew about the cancellation of the show, along with some of the producers, and they kept a sealed lip about it until the last couple of shows, and then they told the rest of the cast and crew, "Hey, by the way, we're canceled." And they actually thought they were getting another season out of it. Uh, oh, wow. There was a lot of drama involved in it. Yeah, yeah, that, it was pretty public. There's a lot of drama involved in it, but uh, a lot of the fan base kind of threw a fit and got mad. Uh, but there's actually talks right now of them doing a new movie, uh, and I think that everybody should look into that because they're talking about doing a movie of that and uh, bringing back the series. But they're, they're oh, going to have a few changes and things, yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 was never, I was never a Buffy fan, but for those who are, I'm sure that is that. 
Well, the whole seasons are available, and and, and to be honest, I, you know, I used to watch it on uh, WB and CN back before it was had its name changed, and uh, you know, it was interesting to watch. But I really didn't get super involved in it until after we started getting the box sets and the DVDs. Uh, I'm definitely more of a fan of Angel, uh, which is the the male vampire. He had his own show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to bring that up because I didn't know if anybody was, uh, you know, a fan of that. Because for years people threw a fit saying that they need to bring back the series and the movie, and they're talking about doing it now. Wow. Well, I know Smallville is going into season 10 next year. Which, that's amazing. How long did uh, Buffy the Vampire stay on the air? Um, it was a seven or eight seasons. Seven, it was seven seasons, but um, Angel had five, but the way that it worked is that Buffy the Vampire Slayer actually had a series running before Angel, and the first season of Angel actually, I think, clicked in around the third or fourth season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But it was always pretty cool because characters from both sides would flip in and out. Uh, and CW, back in the day, um, Warner Brothers, uh, when they owned that, um, they would actually show one after the other. So you'd almost get like you know two hours of entertainment on that if you were into that. And the vampires definitely did not shine. <laughs> <laughs> definitely did not shine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no uh, new moon for those vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I actually saw. The, uh, the movie uh, Twilight, not too long ago. What a piece of crap that movie turned out to be, man. I was really disappointed. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, you think you're going in there to watch a vampire movie, and it's nothing but a very long soap opera. Yeah, and not even a good one either. I mean, I saw The well, Notebook, and that was okay. I, you know? I can, I can definitely vouch for the second one, though. The second one is going to have a ton of action. However... Uh, I think that there will be more of a male audience watching the second one because of the action, but uh, when they come out with the third one, I think everybody's going to be pissed off again. I'm not going to ruin it, but <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know about that writer. Um, I know that Stephen King uh, openly kind of made fun of the writer of Twilight and, and said that uh, her writings was kind of compared to a fifth-grade education level, uh, and he said some other things, and this is Stephen King saying it. But uh, the, the Twilight series... Uh, the books have caught a lot of women uh, readers, uh, yeah. but you know, from a male point of view, I don't understand it because some of the things that, that uh, Edward does to Belle in the first are just psychotic, and uh, they're stalkery. Uh, they're, they're, you know, it, it's that it's that whole aura of a very creepy boyfriend uh, following around, you know, this innocent little girl, and it, it makes me wonder because I'm like, what the hell are women really into? Are, are they wanting a not in shining armor, or are they wanting someone standing outside their window staring at him for eight hours while they're sleeping in the bed? You know, the answer to that might actually shock you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, if you, uh, you if, and they don't portray that in the in the movie. They don't portray Ed. They don't portray Edward doing that in the movie at all. But in the original book, there are some pretty psychotic scenes um, and, and some sick shit too. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably end up seeing it like I saw the first one, you know, just... Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I'll go to theaters to watch it. I, the first one kind of left a bad impression on me, so I, I, you know, I'll have a hard time to actually give the second one a chance after the first one. But. Yeah. Well, I'm a big werewolf fan. I, I, I actually collect a lot of books that follow the werewolf lore, and hey. I know that in, in the second one, they're going to portray the werewolves as being just wolves. 
not right. not like the humanoid, you know, large stature. And if they do that in the movie, I'm going to be kind of aggravated because that's just, you know, to me that's just corny. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, you said you were into werewolves. Uh, are you going to see the new werewolf movie with Benicio Del Toro? Uh, I'm not even familiar with it. What's the name of it? Werewolf. <laughs> it's called Werewolf? No, I haven't. It's I haven't heard anything yeah. about it. Oh, man, I'm going to post the link real quick. Oh, I need to post wow, yeah, do that for me. Yeah, I'm actually a big fan. Of, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of a lot of shapeshifters and, and supernatural creatures and things like that because a lot of it, uh, a lot of those books and movies actually come out of lore and legends. Um, like uh, Frankenstein was completely based off of a situation that happened in Prague, uh, yep. and there's documentations about it. Um, and that, that was where a rabbi who was a Kabbalist uh, created a golem to save some people in the ghetto uh, from being persecuted and killed by Prague citizens and Prague royalty. Uh, and it is documented uh, that the king of Prague at the time declared that no one would harm the Prague citizens as long as the golem didn't bash in the faces of every, every one of the guards and stuff. But the oh. golem was, yeah, the golem was a supernatural creature. Um, and there's a... Uh, by the way, I posted the link on there. It's actually called okay, the Wolfman, yeah. but uh, yeah, I posted it on there. It's called the Wolfman, by the way. So are they basing it off of the very original Wolfman? Uh, they might be. Uh, I've tried to stay away from the spoilers because I'm a huge Del Toro fan. Yeah, Benito Del Toro is one of my favorite actors. So I, I want to go see it with virgin eyes. You know, I don't want to actually ruin it yeah. for myself. So well, it looks like the they're spoilers. portraying the... Yeah, it looks like they're portraying the original um, to a point. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to ruin it, but there's a real... You know, it's a classic, the original, the Wolfman, but there is one scene in the original Wolfman that, that's really good, and it's one of the last scenes. I'm not going to bring it up, but I, you know, I kind of wonder if they're going to do that in this one. I don't know. It, it's set in the original's uh, time period, too, uh, which is yeah. cool. They didn't set it like in modern America or something like that. I kind of like, you know, pieces instead of, you know, modern uh, day movies, uh, which, in fact, speaking of, uh, of remakes or modern day movies, are you going to check out the new Nightmare on Elm Street film? Yes, definitely, definitely. Have you seen the trailer yet? I have not seen the trailer, no. Oh, I think you may want to see the trailer before you commit to uh, wanting to see the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, uh, is it it's bad, bad or good? Oh, it's pretty bad. Uh, the The voice is completely different from Freddy Krueger that you might remember or love. Uh, yeah. Not only, not only that, he looks nothing like Freddy Krueger, uh, other than the claws and the, and the uh, jersey or the sweater he has on. Hmm. Well, you know they they did that reenactment and that rethink the re uh, the redoing of Friday the Thirteenth, and I know yeah, a lot of people. Jason looked like Jason at least, you know. And well, yeah, but I know a lot of people that were really upset with that movie. They just said it was just you know into the story and crappy, uh, and then yeah. they redid the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I know people that said the same thing. They they were just like, oh my God, it's a waste of my time. Uh, and then they redid the Michael Myers story, and it was the same thing. So yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't really even surprise me if this new Freddy Krueger movie is just all about story and background and no real excitement, no, you know, killing and, and the crazy stuff you'd expect from Freddy. Well, here's the thing. They're, they're talking about maybe it having a PG-13 rating. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, uh, yeah, a PG-13 in a, in a Nightmare on Elm Street film. Brother well, Detox, you watch uh, the... what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy because the very first Nightmare on Elm Street... Dealing with Freddy was very, very scary. There wasn't yes. any of the goofy jokes 
Um, like, if you watch Nightmare on Elm Street 2, they start adding some jokes in 3 and on. You know, Freddy's killing people. Uh, and it's still graphic in some scenes, but he's always making a joke. And, and it makes you kind of like the villain. Um, kind of like the Joker from Batman. Uh, you know, he... he uh, you know, let me show you a trick. You know, and yeah, yeah. he slams the pencil, slams the dude's head into the pencil, and he goes, "It disappeared." You know, you know that was that was funny, but it's sick too. But you know, but, but it uh, was pretty funny. <laughs> it, it was, and and you know, but, uh... and I'm, I'm aggravated that you know that that uh, Heath Ledger passed away. I mean, I'm aggravated over that to be honest. But yeah. man, he he really did a good job with that. Uh, yeah, there's I don't, a new I don't movie think coming out with him though. I don't. I don't think there could ever be another Joker in this Batman series. Uh, to be honest with you, I think they would have to wait through the reboot, uh, 10, 15 years on the line before you can bring that character well, back. Well, actually, there's a there's a there was a movie he was working on uh, when he passed away. He was working on. I can't think of the name of it. My wife will find it out here in a minute, probably. Um, yeah, I know the Johnny, one. About. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Depp, along with two other actors, stepped up and they yep. portrayed. Uh, um, Heath Ledger in this movie, and what they did is they played around with it to where you're 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 still following the same person, um, and they didn't even take a salary. Uh, yeah. You know they did this movie for free, but I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I, I think sure the name of that, that I think the name is the uh, Magrinum of Doctor or Yeah, something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of a long title. It's a, it's a strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, his Joker in, in that new Batman. Oh man, it, it was creepy, but it was so good, and you're just like, "Wow, is that Heath Ledger?" <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the thing that was great about it. He really escaped into the character. I mean, uh, five minutes into the film, you completely forget you're watching Heath Ledger on the camera. You, that's the Joker. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like, "Oh, that's Heath Ledger with a Joker makeup on." No, it was <laughs> yeah. he escapes into the role. I mean, you really believe, "Damn, that's Joker!" And you know, the very first scene where he kills off uh, all the uh, guys or the goons who were with him. Uh, you know, on the uh, little bank heist, that was brilliant. How he took out one by one, one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah and he remember, was like, "What are you going to kill me?" No, the bus driver <laughs> kills you. <laughs> no, no, no! I killed the bus driver. <laughs> bus driver? What bus driver? Yeah, we've got that movie. My wife's like, "Oh man, I got to watch that movie now." I'm yeah, actually watching the. I'm watching the trailer right now for that Wolfman. It looks oh, pretty yeah? good, man. I'm telling yeah, you, man, that, that Nicio Del Toro, man, you can't go wrong. That guy's a beast of, of an actor. He's, uh, I don't know if you've seen him in, in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and a bunch of movies he's done, but he could do any part, man. That guy's an awesome actor. Yeah. Yeah, they got Anthony Hopkins in it, too. If you all know Anthony Hopkins, yeah. he, he, he's, a, actually, I think he died, didn't he? Didn't he just recently die? Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, yeah. The guy that played, um... Uh, you know, the main psycho killer on, uh, uh, what is it, Silence Simon, of the Lambs. Well, yeah, Anthony Hopkins from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, didn't he die recently? I don't think so. Uh, I'll look that up. I'm, I, I I'm almost positive he recently died, like not even a week ago. Somebody was talking about that. No, no, he's uh, alive and kicking. I'm looking at his page here. Okay, uh, all right, good. Normally when the, the actor dies on IMDb, they post it the day it happens. So, And if Anthony Hopkins dies, they're going to post it, believe me, because that's a, a big, big name. This Wolfman looks pretty cool. It doesn't look like it's actually following the original, other than some of the, I guess, the end transformation hey, of the werewolf. Here's a funny coincidence. I just, I, I never noticed this before. I'm looking at Anthony Hopkins' page. Me and him have the same birthday. Hey. 
Awesome. That's pretty cool. Check this out. Nothing no is coincidence, man. Nothing, my friend, is coincidence. Look at that. We're just talking about the man. We look at his page real quick, and boom. I find out we share a birthday. That's awesome. So yeah, now, probably, uh, on my birthday, I'm going to wish him a happy birthday. How's that? There you go. And, and, and hey, you can do a show, have, you know, happy birthday to you, and then happy birthday to him, and hey, maybe you can get him to call in. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> well, I know that a lot of actors uh, on movie sets have called in on certain blog talk stations because I, I know that they're. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna really plug it uh, on your show because kind of disagree with some of the tactics on this particular radio show. But I know there's one radio show that actually has the cast of Twilight calls in a lot. Uh, they they really? get they yeah a lot, uh, and they've done several shows, and it's you know I've listened to some of them, but there's some. There's some stuff going on I don't agree with, so I'm not going to plug it. But, uh, yeah, it's not uncommon for an actor just to take a little bit of time to do that. So you never know. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the group Bone Thugs and Harmony. You ever heard of oh, them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used well, to be a huge fan of them. Well, I'm actually uh, friends uh, with a member of, of uh, the label Mo Thugs, uh, which is actually owned by Lazy Bone and Crazy Bone, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it's like a side shoot label. They have their own artist roster or whatever. There's a rapper there called Thin C, who's a, a friend of mine. I've uh, talked to him several times, actually. And uh, we talked about working together and stuff. And he actually called into the show here once, uh, and he spoke on air for a few minutes. Awesome. He uh, plugged his, his uh, stuff. And, yeah, now that's a celebrity because he's been on the American Music Awards with Bone. In fact, if you look at the American Music Awards about a year ago, he was on there with Lazy Bone won an award for about, <coughs> I think it was for best, uh, <coughs> excuse me, wow, uh, best hip-hop uh, album or something like that. Yeah, and, uh, he he was on there, and he actually had a mohawk, which is pretty funny. I uh, had a mohawk, yeah. and uh, we made, we made fun of that for about two weeks. Yeah, man, I can remember being like 15 and hanging around with my friends, man, and listening to No Surrender and uh, Murder, Mo Murder, and uh, Crossroads when it came out. Yeah, man, that was a while back. Yeah, but I think Crossroads came out when maybe I was already around 20. Um, I don't know. Well, that, that's a little but, bit yeah, older I'm, track. That that came out in '95, I believe. Oh well, okay, yeah. In 95, well, then, yeah, I would have been a little younger than that. Yeah, it was right around, remember, the song was kind of dedicated to Easy e who passed away. In, uh, oh, yeah. You know, right after he died. Well, he died in 95. It, what a string of bad years that was, 95, 96, 97. Yeah. Tupac and Biggie, you know, back to back to back. Yep. Oh, didn't we, we, when did we lose Aaliyah? Didn't we lose her a little later? Or was that? Yeah, that she, was I, I think was. she was like, in, uh, Aaliyah was in 2001, I believe, or yeah, that was tragic, man. My my wife is a huge fan of Aaliyah. Yeah, I was actually a big fan of hers also. I have uh, not thought about her in a while, sadly enough, since she brought her up. But I used to be a big, big Aaliyah fan. That was really tragic, man. Uh, my yeah. heart goes man, out it's, to her. It's, so, it's, it's messed up that when we have a really good actor or actress or singer or yeah. whatever, we always lose them in a good time. Like, um, oh, who was the... Uh, the Latina, uh, Selenia, Selenia or Selena? Selena. Selena yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't think of her name. Man, she was getting big and then, you know, all that crazy stuff with her manager. And her life snuffed out. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, you know, it, it's sad uh, to see a person, especially like Selena, who's so young and so talented, you know, and, and it's over BS. And it, it happens. Uh, and it's, it was funny because it was gun violence. You know what I mean? And that happens in every community. Uh, and yeah. it just, uh, at least it, haven't, haven't hap- it hasn't happened in a while. So, I mean, maybe they're learning not to uh, mess with crazy people or have guns. Yep, yep. It, yeah, it's messed up, though, when things like that happen. 
Actually, yeah. you, you know, you, it's funny because you can you can find a lot of artists, like even Elvis. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, even going back, man, I mean, there's a lot of people. Now, I, I mean, everybody loves, likes the Beatles, too, and then, you know, there's a lot of tragic stuff going on with the Beatles, but, you know, at least they had a long time in the spotlight. But at the same time, man, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's weird when we have somebody who, who's only been around a year or two or even three and they're just snuffed out. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Beatles, when you talk about them, you're talking about, like, John Lennon dying, for example. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Beatles, they had so much success. I mean, she was just dead to have the success. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. The yeah, Beatles were ready. Career. Yeah, she had she had a future ahead of her, and that's what's really oh, sad yeah. about it. That it was snuffed out before she could even achieve her full potential. Just like Tupac, Tupac is twenty five, and he uh, never really achieved his full potential either. And so, imagine, you know, for example, look at, at Michael Jackson. We lost him at fifty. Yeah. When he was twenty five, he did Thriller. All right. Now yeah. look at all the great music he put out the next twenty five years. Now compare him to Tupac. Look at Tupac at the age of twenty five all the great music he put out. Can you imagine if he had another 25 years of life put out whatever, you know, yeah. music he wanted to put out? It's, it's a tragic, tragic Yeah, I, I, I am glad, though. I, I am glad, though, that a lot of people <coughs> are actually re- reviewing uh, some of the court cases with Michael Jackson, and they're, they're kind of changing their opinions uh, about him, uh, the more negative opinions, I mean. Um, like in my area, we actually have a lot of very judgmental people, um, and it is, and they're very harsh sometimes. Uh, and it's you know it's even hard for me and my wife to survive here with, with our lifestyle. And I know that even five years ago, if you said you're a Michael Jackson fan, like people that you didn't even know would just just go on and on and on about him. Like like if you listen to how they do on the internet, uh, yep. you got like the people hiding behind the chat, you know. Uh, they would actually say things here because some of them are very negative and judgmental. But uh, I noticed today we were in Walmart, and my wife said, hey, look, they got a video there of Michael Jackson's life or something like that. And I don't remember the name of it, um, but it was like it was it was actually like an $8 video, and I couldn't find it to buy it again, and it's because somebody else actually bought it. And <laughs> they were right there, and they took it and bought it and ran off with it. But I'm I'm starting to notice, though, that a lot of people – are not being as negative, so you know I'm sure that we'll we'll actually hear about more fans, and I think that his music is going to sell more uh, over the next ten years th- than it has in these last ten years. Just just because oh, people that, are going that's to. That's for sure. Out. I mean, it, it, in fact, he's uh, the artist who sold the most this year, uh, yeah. record-wise. Yeah, his his CDs have been selling through the roof since he passed away, uh, which is sad because last year he sold about ten thousand copies. And this yeah. year he's had about what eight million records sold this year. Yeah, actually, when he when he when I found out he died, um, well, I should say murdered. We should we, we should always watch what we say, you know. Yeah. I want to give him tribute. When I found out he was murdered, um, maybe a week later, I think I actually got my kids down and uh, I I watched Moonwalker with them. I showed them Moonwalker for the first time; they'd never seen it. And uh, my kids like Michael Jackson. Uh, they like his music, and, and one of them is 10 years old, the other seven. Uh, but, you know, they, they didn't grow up, you know, watching Thriller for the first time like I did, and they didn't grow up with the uh, with the, with the the pop culture of him coming in. You know, you know what I mean, because you grew up yeah. with it. But, yeah. uh, you know, they definitely like him, and they listen. And, and it's funny because they go to the elementary school here, and they talk about how other kids are, are their age, like Michael Jackson. No one's really yeah. making fun of him, which is awesome because 
uh, you know, people used to just dog him in this area so bad. But again, I you know I live in the Bible Belt, man, and you know it's Which such a funny good because he, it's funny because he was such a religious person. You think the Bible Belt would be a little bit more open to uh, yeah, well, to Michael. Often, very often, uh, people like to label something that it's not. Uh, you know, and, and and I'm not trying to be harsh, but the last thing that I'd ever call this area is the Bible Belt, or even put Bible in the name. Um, there, there's just some very very harsh and judgmental people here. I mean, you see it 20, 20 times a day easily if you're just out. I mean, there there's some sick stuff that goes on here. But, uh, you know, there are some very good people here too. Uh, but the majority of it, uh, some of the things that go on here. Uh, my dad always used to say that this area is 30 years behind technology and about 50 years behind on culture. Uh, Damn. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not just one state or even one city. It's It's quite a few. But, Damn. Um, yeah, it, when you live in a place where someone finds out about your religion and your religion is different from theirs and an entire community can protest on your lawn and the police don't want to get involved and people can, you know, throw a fit on your on your lawn, uh, you know, that, that, that to me that's that, that's definitely not the America that, that I live in, you know. But uh, that stuff happens here. That's crazy. That's yeah, there, there, and there's racist stuff here too. I mean, and actually, it's so funny because uh, when we go down to Florida, and I'm a I'm a Caucasian, I'm, I'm a white guy, my wife's white, uh, but we go into Florida, and we the first, one of the first places we go is the BET uh, club down there uh, in Disney uh, at the right. soundstage. You can hear my wife saying the soundstage rocks, and uh, it's so funny because um, people, I know a lot of people say that the South and Georgia are racist or things like that, but but they are the sweetest people that I've ever met in my life. And if they think that those people are racist, they need to come here. <laughs> um, because, it, you know, there's a little bit of everything going on here. But just, I don't know, but for some reason, people just don't want to make friends outside of their uh, their culture. And it's weird. I mean, at least up here. And it's, it's, you know, weird. it's weird and sad more than anything else. Because remember, think about it. Uh, you know, minorities are becoming the majority in this country, and eventually, oh, yeah. you know, everybody in America in about 100 years is going to be a shade of brown. You know, maybe not black, definitely. but they're going to be definitely a little darker skin than they look now. That's going to be the yep. norm, and, uh, you know, we have to learn to love each other as brothers, because at the end of the day, we really are all brothers, you know what I mean? And that's the Oh, yeah, line. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I like to call myself a patriotic American. Uh, now, I love America. I love what America originally stood for. Uh, I'm not happy with the way the government is now. Um, but I think that you can hate the government now but love America. You know what I mean? And yep. I, I think that that's where I stand. Um, but, you know, America is definitely about getting away from oppression, getting away from control, opening the gates and saying, bring me your oppressed and bring them here. As a matter of fact, uh, there's there, there's a very famous line about the Statue of Liberty, and I, I, I can't quote it, but it says something like, give me your oppressed and give me your sick, and uh, something about give me your neglected. And it's talking about bring all those people to America. And, and I think people have lost, they've lost touch with that. Yeah. They yeah. don't remember what, uh, you know, they don't remember what England put us through. They don't remember how England, Spain, and France at one time fought over America. Um, now, and I'm not trying to say, you know, hate France, hate Spain, because I know that you're you're Latino yourself. I don't know if you actually have uh, 
Heritage in Spain, but I'm just using it as a preference. Uh, the you know we, we need to understand that um, we all need to come together, you know, and we all need to. We're all immigrants. I say that all the time. We're all immigrants. Yep. Um, and I've never lost never lost touch with that. But I don't know. There's just a lot of hateful people here. Oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of hateful people everywhere, and, it, and it's uh, it doesn't matter where you go. In fact, I, I, I took a trip about two or three years ago. Uh, and this is something that I haven't really told many people, and I saw racism, like, right there in my face. I took a trip up north uh, to the Smoky Mountains. Uh, it was a little bit north yeah, of Florida. Tennessee, yeah, Tennessee, yeah. And uh, we were, you know, it was me and my brother and a crew of us we were working actually a car sales show uh, up there in a dealership, and the manager of the store, it was a white guy, uh, probably the most racist person I've ever heard in person. Uh, now, the reason I say that is because there was actually a few of the staff were actually, you know, African-American, uh, and there was this one kid in particular who was uh, one of the sales guys who was sitting outside, you know, it was, mind you, it was super cold, almost snowing. It wasn't snowing, but it was really cold. It was like almost looked like it was about to start snowing. Uh, the kid was sitting outside waiting for somebody to show up to, you know, sell him a car. And mm-hmm. the the manager came outside, and he said, what the hell are you doing out here, you N-word? You know, oh, you, man. He said, you're lazy as hell, just like the rest of you N-words. Uh, and mind you, I'm standing, like, right next to the guy. I was blown away by this. I was like, oh, my God. And he goes, you know what? You're fired. Get the hell out of here. You're lazy, no good for nothing. And he, what he got, just, you know, sent him on his way. The kid looked at me and he goes, man, I got to get the hell out of the city, man. This is yeah. crazy. Sounds you know, like I, I don't live far from that guy. <laughs> yeah, he goes, you yeah. see what we put up with down here? And I was like, geez, man, I'm from, I'm from Florida, man, and we don't ever hear that kind of talk out there, man. If somebody says that, he gets killed on the spot. Uh, you know, maybe not literally, but he's going to get his ass kicked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, the, the kid walked away, and it's funny, me and my brother, who my brother also overheard this, uh, my brother being, you know, part black himself, he's actually, uh, his father is uh, black, a black gentleman who's passed away now. And, uh, you know, he heard what happened. He went up to the manager and he goes, hey, you know, I'm part black myself, and I, I'm offended by the fact the way you treated this, this young man who was doing nothing wrong but sitting outside. He goes, well, he was out there texting on his phone. That's all he does. He's a lazy, good for nothing, N-word. And my brother said, you know what, bro, unless you get that kid back in here and apologize in front of everybody, me and my entire crew are getting the hell out of here right now, and we're going to report you to, you know, your bosses because you didn't own this place. You're just the manager. I suggest you make this right before, you know, we get you fired out of here, bro, because I know the owners. And sure enough, about a minute later, he got the kid back on the phone, begged him to come back and uh, apologize in front of everybody. But I had never in my life seen racism like that, where a person just came out and said, hey, no, they Oh, yeah, it happens here a lot, too, man. Uh, I, I tell you, um, you know, I, as as a man, I also step up for uh, um, not just other cultures and other races, but I also step up for a lot in uh, women's rights. And there's a lot of things that go on here, uh, such as uh, businesses that pay a woman even half of the salary of a man. Yep. And people don't think that stuff goes on, but, buddy, it does. Um, and, and a matter of fact, Walmart um, got in some trouble just a, not even a year ago uh, for publicly and nationally uh, giving less wages to the women than they did the men. And stuff like that goes on. And, and I'll tell you, when you speak out against it uh, and you're still a, a man and a Caucasian, you get more crap from the people oh, yeah. than, than, than the people they're protesting against or, or they're pissed off over or whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, I see it a lot. Uh, there's a lot of religious per- persecution here, too. But, um, you know, and a lot of people don't get it because they talk to me and my wife, and I guess they think we're just, you know, a bunch of ignorant uh, 
you know, very racist people around here uh, because they'll they'll bring up jokes and stuff, and I'm like, man, that's not funny. Don't say that. Or my wife will say that, and they look at us like we're 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 freaks of nature or weird, you know, because we're not laughing or we're not agreeing. And I'm not talking about just racial jokes. I'm talking about where someone has been present and, and they've made a mockery. Um, like we went down to this Mexican restaurant the other day and was eating, and there was this lady. Uh, she was white, and she was just being as rude as you could possibly be. And it, it went from rude to racist remarks uh, because the the waitress was was a uh, Mexican lady, and uh, it went from you know a pissed off customer into racist remarks. And you know we were. We, me and my wife were kind of eyeballing this person and just going, man, you need to quit your shit and get out of here, you know. But <laughs> that stuff goes on, man. It, it does go on. It's a shame it goes on. Um, uh, I get really mad when I see parents teaching kids this crap too. Um, I've I've called a I've, I've called a couple people out on it before, and but uh, it's it's pretty bad, man. Uh, but but honestly, when I travel around America though, and I go to other states, I almost don't see racism. Uh, but when I come back here, man, it's like, you know, it's every other day. It is bad. But, and I'm not trying to sound negative. I just think that, you know, we should shed light on things like this. Because uh, pe- people, if we always hide from things and we say, oh, I don't want to talk about this, then we're we're actually allowing it to go on. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's okay to turn a blind eye to let things, you know, go. But uh, when it's something racist like that, man, this is 2009, I mean. You do have yeah. to be put down. It's just not. It's not something that you can tolerate anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sucks. Listen, uh, Devaney, we got about maybe three minutes left on the show here, bro. Thanks for coming out and calling up and uh, and experiencing Mr. Johansson's story with us. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I, again, if anybody heard that, you can check the facts. Um, check, check what the World War Two Americans. Uh, videotaped and took pictures of uh there there were actually many um cases where they where they released the captive Jews and it wasn't just Jews people forget uh they were also persecuting Catholics at the end and they were persecuting other people uh, such as Africans and, and so on but the majority of the camps were around Germany and Switzerland and uh they were capturing the the, the majority were Jews but it wasn't yes. just Jews it you know if they would have had their way they would have cleaned out everybody um, yep. And there are many races that are Caucasian, and you were targeted too. And that's what you got to realize. And I get so mad when I see these new neo-Nazis and all this crap, and, and somebody's from Scotland or somebody's from England. And you know, if you're if you're an English uh, blood or you're of Scottish blood or Irish blood uh, or especially French, uh, buddy, you were on the uh, uh, you were on the list. And and that makes me so mad because I'm like. Did they not even have an understanding of what the Nazis were about and the the rise of the Reich? I mean, ugh. But anyways, you can you can see pictures and videos where these Jews were liberated and they were given food or water and they died not even an hour later because they spent so long in these camps without food and water that when you give them food and water, it shocks their system and they die. And this yeah, is common yeah. among animals too. Yeah, if anybody's ever. Out. Yeah, if anybody's ever had a starved dog and then they give it food and it dies the next day, that's why. You shock yep. the system. That's crazy. Well, bro, uh, it's been another fun night here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, cut out. We have a minute left. We'll be back. Right, Until then. Current procedure has terminated. An error has occurred. An illegal bumping call has caused a great exception here.
Please install a virtual device and attach to brain. 